<laughs> What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Welcome to you. Can sip with with us. us. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. Can you hear what's happening right now at my house? Is it storming? What's happening? I am in Antarctica. Oh. The skies are gray. They're angry. But not only that, it is, it's not nice snow. It's not happy snow. This is mad icy snow. Wow. Yeah. And it's windy. Like it's not even really sticking like it's sticking, but it's piling up in places, not everywhere, because oh, the so winds not, are yeah. whipping, whipping you can't around. Play outside in that. Oh no, and it's um, it's legit. I mean, with the wind chill, it feels like so. Right now, it's sixteen degrees. Yeah, wow. that's our high. Oregon this is does afternoon. Not- it's crazy. 16 degrees mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And then we were just over at um, my mother-in-law's house and her neighbor, it's actually kind of scary. Her neighbor called her. My sister-in-law lost power. They texted okay. us and they were yeah. like, hey, our power's out. Like, we're just letting everybody know like we're okay right now, but we might like need to find a place to sleep because oh. they're worried about how cold it is. The house cold, can't yeah. stay warm when it's 12 degrees outside. So we're like, oh, my gosh, yes. Like, we usually keep power because we're by a hospital. Oh, okay. So for whatever reason, I Oh, is that how that works? I don't know. I just – I never really worry about it. Like, something about our power grid setup and just being in the proximity that we are, it's, like, really stable. Knock on wood, but – Because we'd be – we would be couch surfing, too, if we ran out of power with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of need power with kids. Absolutely. Like, sound machines and – but anyway, you know, it is scary because, you know, yes. this is like a area that's like a um, retired living community. Mm-hmm. So they got to, you know, it's just like there's, there's, and, you know, heat's obviously important for a lot of people, but it does make me worried and thinking about people who, you know, don't have homes who are in this and they have like warming oh shelters and everything, gosh. but I hope everyone was able to get to those places, you know. Oh. Um and, yeah. and I in our the neighborhood, animals. there's a guy who's been coming and um sleeping in his car. Like then it was on our community like neighborhood page yeah. of like people are seeing the same car come into the neighborhood and sleep. Um and everyone's like not trying to catch him, but I guess he's also been urinating in people's yards, which isn't okay. Oh. But I was thinking about him last night. I'm like, hope he's all right. Hope his car why like, is he's he- in his car. Okay, but also, why is he coming into your neighborhood when you are so close to a hospital? Like that, know. you would think a hospital parking lot would be safe. I'm not sure why, but I hope he's you staying know? warm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, what are you sipping on? Did we talk about what we're sipping on? I'm no, sipping on we white didn't. Wine. I couldn't decide. I can't decide if I want to drink. So I'm going into yeah. next, well, tomorrow, as you guys are listening to this, tomorrow for 14 days I'm doing a detox, like a liver cleanse kind of thing. So I'm going to not drink for two weeks, but I also thought like, what if I just didn't drink this week? Then it would be three weeks. That'd be cool. Yeah. But I don't know. Cause we're meeting my aunt and uncle later football playoffs. I think it's already going to be hard enough. Like I know lots of people like to think that I'm an alcoholic, but I just like to drink. Okay. So a lot of people like, oh, you can't even do it. But like, no, I don't really want to. I don't really want to not drink. I'm going to do it for 14 days. But I also was thinking. Not drink for 14 days. 
Yeah. Not drink for 14. Not going to yeah. drink for 14 days. I'm doing this detox um, where I drink my face off for 14 straight days. for 14 days. Um, where I don't drink for 14 days, but I just thought it would be cool. Like maybe I want to do it another week, but also I don't know if I, I don't know why. What's the yeah. point of that? I don't know. All that to say, I opened up because I hadn't decided yet. So we are meeting my aunt and uncle later at a bar to watch some of the football playoffs. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, but I opened up a, a microdose uh, oh. situation. So it's yeah, from, it's called, I don't think I've talked to you guys about this. I've talked to you about a different microdose one, but I found this one and it's called Sips, S-I-P-Z. I think it tastes better than the other ones. This one's guava passion fruit. It's got two milligrams THC, two milligrams CBD. So that's what I'm doing. Um, Perfect for this episode. And I have water. Sips. That's it. Oh, yes, sips. Two sips. You can sip. That's what we're doing today. What are you doing? We're giving our two sips. A white blend or what? Yeah, I should have looked at the label. It was one of those that had been in the fridge. Oh. um, Not for too long, but I used it for something. I was cooking something that required like a dry white wine. The fondue. From New Year's. What? What are those eyes for? It's shocking to me that (laughs) that's, it's, you know, two weeks later. Why why it lasts that long in the fridge though, No, I know. I know. But it doesn't last at my house. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there's not a chance in hell. Yeah. That after, on New Year's Eve, (laughs) we're talking 14 days later. Yeah. That John has not consumed that wine. And it probably wouldn't be me because I'm not like a big wine. Like I don't. Yeah. Unless I'm getting a buzz, I'm not winding down with a glass of wine. I'm not right. into it. Uh, I'm drinking with a purpose. Right. I Got enjoy. I, I, I like social drinking. The thing when I social drink is like I'm going, I'm at least three drinks is what I'm doing. Um, so, but for John, he, he does like, like. Pretty wine much every night, does. not every night, but like he'll wind yeah. down with a glass every single night. You know him. Yep. His cheese in his salami. He's got his his little setup. Kids go he's down. 90. He's got his one glass of you know <laughs> wine, and then he has pepper jack cheese and salami, and does like a nibble of each, and sips his wine, and that's his routine. So, but it just shocks me. Like I can't think of a single time in fifteen years that there would have been an open bottle of wine that would have lasted two weeks in my house. Yeah. I just, it's Chris and I will open red wine because I, I do enjoy every so often. I would say once a, once a month we open a bottle of red Uh and we'll have it while we're cooking dinner or something. Yeah. Or I'll have it on the podcast. I'll open it for this because I do drink on the podcast. That's like, right. That's the time. Pretty much. That's the Um, consistent time or, or social drinking. Yeah. For you. Yes. Yeah. And so like once a month we'll open a bottle of red to have our powers flickering. <gasps> As I I wondered if I was jinxing myself. Uh-huh. Our power's mm-hmm. always up. No, I wondered if I was we've never had an issue. Just but our light just flickered. Um it is really, really bad out there. Disgusting. Can you see this? Hold on. No. It you can see the flag. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Like Oh, it is patchy. Kind of see. Yeah, because it's just whipping around and it almost yeah. looks like like snow dancing on the ground because it's just whipping around on the ground. It's Looking not it settling. Up. Heavy snow forecasted for the next hour. Yeah. High of 19 today. Mm-hmm. 
Wowzers. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of you are listening from places where this is normal. The Chiefs game today, I saw that with the wind chill, it's like negative yeah. 30. That doesn't That's- seem safe for fans. I just or saw the okay. Or anybody I, involved. I thought it'd be too gloaty, so I didn't send it to you or post it on my stories. But I thought it was fascinating because I opened my TikTok yeah. today, and he's like friendly local neighborhood or weatherman or whatever. And he goes, "The old, there's one state in the entire continental U.S. that has no weather warning, Arizona." And then he went through. <laughs> he went through. You should have sent that to me. All you guys, the other- you guys deserve to gloat because you pay for it in the summer. Yeah, no, we're, we live on the center of the sun in the summer, but, uh, all the other states. And then he went through like Kansas city that it's negative 30 wind chill and that they are issuing a frostbite warning to the fans in the stands. Uh, Buffalo canceled their game. They set Buffalo put out a ask or whatever to say, anyone that wants to come shovel snow, we'll pay you starting at 10 PM tonight. And guys, we're recording this on Saturday. So at 10 p.m. tonight, $20 an hour plus food and drink included. And you could be shoveling overnight. They just asked the public, anyone that wants to show up and shovel snow. And then they ended up just postponing until Monday because they must be in the middle of a storm. But yeah, like the world, the we're, people are feeling it. I, can't I believe the Chiefs game isn't postponed. I know. Negative 30 wind chill is That's how crazy. do you play in that? And the integrity I mean, of the game at some point, too. Oh, yeah. Compromised for sure. Uh, but equally so, right? Like both True. teams are compromised to the same extent. Um, apparently, Tua, the quarterback of Miami, has never won in like cold or snowy conditions or something like that. Like oh. he's not good in these kind of conditions. So. I think people were projecting Chiefs were already going to win, but then with the conditions, they're saying even more so. But I also feel like you can't put it past the Chiefs to shit the bed because they have had a tough, fumbly season. Yeah, Taylor will go. She'll be like, well, my boyfriend's on the field. I can't sit in a cozy, warm suite. Of course I'm going. Yeah, she'll be there. She'll be there. She has to be there. Mm -hmm. One thing, I know we've Mm got to get to the show, and this is clowning. Just Mm. clown with me for one moment. I'm here. I'm clowning. I'm a clown. There was a picture that Taylor posted with Jack Antonoff a while ago where everyone thought it was the 11, where it was. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Cr- about Can you summer. pull that picture up? Yep. On okay. it right now. And then there's three boxes behind them. Can you tell the color of the boxes to me, please? I feel like I'm doing a magic trick. When did she post this? Because I remember this and I f- feel like it was at sort of the beginning. It was like when Cruel Summer went number one. I know. But I don't see it. Do you see it on her? I got it. Where? What date? I just Googled Jack Taylor cruel summer photo. Okay. So. So there's three boxes behind. Yeah. Uh, Look, I'm already back to 2021. Did she delete it off of her post? Off her social? Okay. It's like orange. There's three boxes. They're like orange, black, and kind of one with a green outline. Hold on. She deleted it off her social. That's strange to me. Because it's not on her social media anymore. So Whoa, what's interesting to me the fuck? is that up until the new year. Yeah. Yeah. One's there's just three like tan kind of like dark. Oh, right. Anyway, well, maybe this is maybe my clowning is coming to an end here already because it's not matching up. But here's what I think is interesting with her style. Up until the new year, she was doing this wearing all black thing. Yeah. Then at the Golden Globe, she was wearing green. 
Well, she was doing like black, blue, black, blue for a while. Yeah. Then went to all black, right? Then went to all black. Now seems to be kind of green. Now it's brown Oh, it's green. brown? Okay, brown and green. So she stepped out going to a recording studio. Yeah. And she's been wearing like brown boots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Green yeah, yeah. dresses. Brown, uh, yes. green, brown, green. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what this is about, but man, she really commits. Right. And I, I can't help but think that maybe it's an indication of uh, what she's recording. Maybe Reputation's done. She was wearing all black when she was doing oh, 1989 was and Reputation. Black, blue, black, blue, black, blue. She was recording both. Mm. And maybe now it's, I don't the know. Only other one, new, or maybe it's a new album then. The only other one is debut that we won't. Like, aside from Reputation, isn't that her last re-record? Yeah, and that debut, debut feel, feels like that could kind of be brown. Isn't it? The color of teal. Is it blue? I feel like according to the colors that everyone the puts house. out. Yeah, the house. It's tealish, greenish, blue. Okay. Anyway, I don't I don't oh, I don't know what man. it's about. Reputation's still not here. We don't know what she has up her sleeve for 2024, and that's exciting. Uh-huh. What is she gonna do to us? Yeah. You know, what's she gonna do yeah. to us? She's gonna have another huge year. It's gonna be another year of Taylor. Oh yeah. No doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Well, especially because I think her and Travis are going to... I wonder if they'll let us know when they get engaged. Yeah. They will. Or will we know about the marriage when it happens? You know what I mean? Like, or are they going to keep it under wraps? They haven't kept anything else under wraps so far. They're the people's choice. They're not hiding. That's their whole thing is they're just living their life. I think we'll know, but I don't think they'll like... I don't think they'll pay Announce it. Yeah, they won't get paid to be on a magazine cover. Oh no, they won't Gross. sell photos she won't like do that. No. Ben and J Lo did, and they're kind of major, but they got paid a lot. And then I think they donated the money to charity or something like that. But remember, they had like this whole spread in people, Ben and J Lo. But that seems like something they would do, right? Yeah, I mean they are kind of major, but they never had the press that Taylor and Travis have. I don't yeah. think they were ever at this level. Like they were major. But this is... Do you think the first time around they were more major than the second yes. time around? Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. a lot of things were more major. Mm-hmm. Like, back in the day. Back, back in, the, in day, the day. It was like these... They were fewer stories, but they seemed more sensationalized. Yes. With social yeah. media, it's so much content all the time. Because when did they date before? Different- was social media still, like... Was it... It was like when we were in high school, right? Or was it college? Let's Google J-Lo it. and Ben. Try and guess a year. I'm still Jenny from the block. I want to guess um, like 2003. I want, initially I thought 2001, but I feel, you know, that green dress on the red carpet. You're so close. Dating. What was it? 2002? 2002. Is when they were Yeah, dating. they began yeah, so dating in 2002 like- and got engaged that year. They postponed their wedding in September 2003 and officially split okay. in 2004. Right. So social media... I feel like Facebook, uh, Facebook started when we were in college, which was 2003 to 2007. So I feel like, so you're right. Like the world is totally, the internet existed, but social media, because what was the first social media? Was it MySpace or was it Facebook? I feel like we're rabbit holing right now. I feel like Facebook. You do? MySpace existed before Facebook, but MySpace didn't really count. Yeah. Well, at least it was, yeah, I feel like MySpace creation 
date. Okay, Let's Ben see. and JLo. Oh, August 1st, 2003. Just look great together. Oh, yes. He, is- August 1st, 2003 was MySpace. February 2004 was Facebook. Facebook changed the game, though, for yeah. social media. Wow. Okay. So anyway, the yeah, it's more major now because m- there's more like internet reporters. There's just more people that give a shit and are whatever. And it's real time. It's like it's real time stuff flying around everywhere. Right. Because we used to get paparazzi shots, not on every single person's phone. Yeah. Like you would, you'd have to get, you know, the pop would take the picture, pop, pop, take the picture and then they'd sell it to the magazines or whatever. And then we'd see it put out on a magazine. We'd have yeah. to wait for a magazine to come like out or like maybe it'd be on the like Yahoo homepage, but like it just wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a, can you what a different this? world. All it's been is 20 years and it feels like unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Imagine in 2040 what the world's going to look like. I know one thing that we can count on. Yeah. And that is delicious food that doesn't wreck your waistline, (laughs) waistline or blood, you know, glucose, whatever. So magic spoon, we talked about them years ago, but they are a cereal. And I feel like normally cereal is kind of like empty carbs, lots of sugar, right? But magic spoon has the amazing flavors that you love, but high protein and less sugar. You can get the variety pack, which has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five grams of net carbs. There's only 140 calories per serving. It's high protein, zero grams of sugar, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. My kids actually love it. Like, I'll just pour it dry in a bowl, and they'll just snack on it. And I feel good about it because, like, when we were little, when we'd pour cereal in a bowl and snack on it, we went into a sugar coma. But with this, you don't have to really worry about that. It's got all these other good stuff that are going to help balance that blood sugar crust, but give you the extra, you know, like the protein to sustain Cereal, to me, is such a top-tier top delicacy tier. like coming home from like delicacy. a night out it's like oh i want a bowl of cereal oh like in the morning what a treat a bowl that? of yeah. cereal but i gotta watch it for sugar and empty carbs so i love 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 having magic spoon in the mix go to magicspoon.com slash sip to grab a variety pack and try it today and be sure to use our promo code sip at checkout to save five dollars off your order Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, start the new year off right with a delicious bowl of high protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash sip and use the code sip to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Okay, let, we're gonna Let's let it rip with our let sips. Let it rip with our sips. Yeah, okay. we got some two sips coming in, guys. I have one that I have been. This is like, uh, well, let me start it off actually with a little bit of mailbag. People's okay. two sips for us. Yeah. Um, I'll start off a little light because I have one that I've that I just. It's wow. It's I don't even know if we can actually tackle it. <laughs> 
This might be Ooh. the first two sips for me that I feel totally stumped on. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, wow. Wait, not um, the one you're reading right now. No, this is just okay. some light stuff. These are a couple um, mailbag. This comes from Katie. Ash and Cole, I literally pulled my car over to write this email. <gasps> this is after. This is from a while ago after hearing your rant about period cups. Period cups are all terrible, all of them. What you oh. need to try is a product called Flex Disc. Okay, I have that. You have that? Do you like it? Yes, I like it way better than period cups. What? Yes. It inserts so, more deeply than a period cup. It doesn't leak and self-empties when you go pee? What? That's the part I don't like about it. Like magic, I it don't sticks like back to where it's supposed to be when you're done. It prevents cramping because of where it sits in the body. I rarely have cramps anymore after switching to this product. They have a reusable and disposable option. I use the disposable ones and I love them. There's only one size, so you don't have to go through a messy try-on phase of getting the wrong size for your body. I don't know why more women don't know about these yet, but they're life-changing. What? Yeah, and you can have intercourse with them, apparently. I have not tried that because that seems risky business. Uh, also seems risky business to do much of in any kind of intercourse when you've got two kids running around, but you are su- supposedly that is a perk of them. I think more people don't know about them because when I, before I tried it, it seems terrifying. Cause yeah. you hear, I think based on like TV shows, people going to the hospital because they have like a tampon stuck lost inside their body. Yeah. And so I just thought like, and it's a, it's just like a flat disc with like a plastic, you know, like kind of a harder plastic rim. And then a, what would it be? Kind of like, um, not necessarily this, but plastic wrap kind of thing in, you know, that catches the blood or whatever. I'll test it. I'll test it more because I do really, really like them. A lot. Yeah. I would like yeah. to try this, but, but I would like... But mentally. I was nervous about the period cups until you tried it. And then when you tried it, I'm on board. Yeah. I'd like you to do some more testing and then... No, I've I've, I've been using... I used it probably starting in 2021. Okay. I've been... I've used it for a long time. And then I got out of it because of the self-emptying thing. And I went back to cups. But then the cups stopped working for me. <laughs> uh, but it seems like things have changed around there. And yeah. the, the cup is nice. I do, or the disc, I mean, is nice. Prefer, I prefer the disc. Another rant. I love when people write their rants to us. This comes from Rachel. Hey ladies. First of all, you guys are the best. I love listening to you and can't wait to hang with my besties on Tuesdays and Fridays. All right. If you're not hanging out with us on Fridays, P.S., Head over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash you can sip with us. We drop Friday episodes over there. Five bucks a month gets you everything we've ever recorded so you can binge your little hearts out. All right. Rachel says, I have a rant and I feel like one of you have already maybe ranted about this, but it's something that really burns my biscuits. When you're talking to someone on the phone or something and you're getting ready to end the conversation. So you say something like, have a good weekend, have a great rest of your day. And they say, okay, bye. What is that? Mm. Just never mind. Don't have a good weekend. If you also can't wish me a good weekend or a good day, why did I wish you one? So rude. Anyways, thanks for keeping it real, ladies. Love you. I was a little distracted. So she's talking in person to someone? So if you're like, if you and I are talking on the phone, I say, hey, hope you have a really nice weekend. And you say, okay, bye. Yeah. And don't wish a nice weekend back. Burns her biscuits. It's a pet peeve. Yeah. It's a rant. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Keep it coming. 
I could see both sides of that. I feel like the person that says, okay, bye is your parents or your grandparents. Yeah. You know, they're just kind of like, they're still learning how to use the phone. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're just like, okay, here's what, here's what we do now. We say goodbye and hang up. I don't know. seems like when I'm on the phone with my dad or when I hear my dad on the phone with people, he's like, yep. Okay. Bye. Yep. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye. You know, like 14 times. Um, but if it was like a friend that did that, I could, I mean, I could see both sides and I've probably been on both sides or like a business call, you know, a business call. Hey, have a great night. Hope you have a great night. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like, yeah, I, I, I hear you. I don't know what it is, but I don't think it's personal. I think that person is distracted, confused, lost, overwhelmed. Or doesn't do the pleasantries. Or doesn't do, they say. But if you're someone who gives pleasantries, I can understand wanting to receive them back. It also just depends how often, like if I was on the phone with you and we have this conversation mm-hmm. and then it's like, all right, have a good weekend. But you were already like, but cause sometimes someone will say like, love you or have a good week, but you hang up before and before you are able to respond. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like that's happened, but I wouldn't be like, what the fuck? Did she just hang up on yeah. me? I'd be like, oh, I know exactly what happened. She hit the end button before she re- or whatever. Right. Yeah. So it depends on the conversation, whatever you can have your rant. I don't even know why I'm defend like I'm, you know, <laughs> diving into this. It's two sips, and I think I'm thinking, oh, she needs our advice, but you don't need our advice. No, you know what? Be pa- be pissed off, girl. Yes, we're yes. That's awful. We hate that. <laughs> we hate Ugh. it. Oh, the, the worst of humanity. Okay, are you ready to tackle this one? I'm. Well, let's see. I don't know. Ash and Call. I'm a devoted listener to your podcast and greatly admire the advice you provide to us. Today, I am in need of your help, but I admit this is a sensitive issue, so understand if you do not want to tackle it. My husband and I have been grappling with a decision that's become increasingly important to us, whether or not to have our baby son circumcised. This isn't a decision that either of us takes lightly, but it's been a subject of a few heated discussions in our household. The crux of the matter is my husband strongly believes that our son should be circumcised because he wants our son to look like him. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I have reservations about the procedure. I don't feel fully comfortable taking a hard stance on it because I know my husband's opinion is stronger and I don't want to cause tension or conflict between us. What makes it more challenging is that people have incredibly strong opinions about this. We're afraid to ask friends or family for advice because we know everyone has their own deeply rooted beliefs on the matter. Google is a scary place to search for this and it feels like there's no neutral ground. I'm reaching out to you and your community in the hopes of gaining some clarity. How do we navigate this issue and make the right decision for our son? Any perspective would be greatly appreciated. I did she give us one reason why she doesn't want to? She didn't get into it, but there are So that's then very hard to make a call on because I don't I don't think that there's a right answer, right? Yeah. It's like this is absolutely 100% personal and you said your husband's reasoning, but you didn't say your reasoning, and so I can't be like, "Well, that makes sense. Yeah, let's go with yeah. that." Other than just that it's a hard decision for you. So it's very hard to be like, "Well, yeah, have your own back on it because I don't know what you're standing on there. Um, but I do think one, you're going to have, Oh, maybe he, is she still pregnant? He's not born yet. Maybe. Okay. They've got some time. Cause you got to make a decision sooner than later. Right. Right. If if they're here. Um, 
but I feel like it's just one of those things that, yeah, I think you're right. Not talking to anyone about it. I don't think it's anyone's business. And I also feel like I just don't think it matters either way. Yeah. To me, my opinion is like, there's not really a right or wrong, right? They say that it can be cleaner, but I think only in the U.S. is it the norm. I think the rest of the world, that's not really normal. That's not normal procedure. Yeah. And even so, in the U.S., it's becoming not it's the changing. norm. Yeah. yeah. It's, beco- it's becoming, I, I don't know the statistics at all, but there is like a very growing non-circumcised kind of like it's not the, the point. it's like very normal to also not be circumcised. Oh, it says that it was traditionally, um, as a preventative measure for an array of pathologies, including reduced risk of penile cancer, UTIs, sexually transmitted diseases. But I don't know if that's legit. I don't think it's true. Yeah. There, um, I don't know. I haven't done any research, uh, yeah. because I never knew it was this it is like Contested. I don't want to say controversial, but mm. I didn't know it was such a conversation. I'll put it that yeah. way. Yeah. Um. But and funny enough, it was actually the last presidential election where Andrew Yang, of all people, remember him? He was one of the Democratic nominees or something. Um. But I started following all of the presidential nominees on Twitter. This was years and years and years ago. Okay. And he actually tweeted about this and it was some documentary that he linked to that he's like, people should just be informed. And I don't know why he was dabbling in that topic. Probably one of the many reasons he didn't get elected. It's like, dude, you don't don't need to go to all those places if you're trying to win hearts and minds. or circumcision. Yeah. Right. So anyway, he, um, he referenced a documentary and just the other day, actually, I was... There was this New York Times post on Instagram about tongue ties, and it caught my attention because remember Mac and Ellie, and anyway, there, you know, that whole conversation. And this article or this post that linked to an article was about the rise in tongue tie procedures Mm -hmm. and whether or not, like, how just like the boom in it, and just it was a whole article about it. And I went to the comments section and just started scrolling. And whoa, the comments section on a lot of places is wild. (laughs) Terrifying. Especially this. And so many people are like, well, when are we going to talk about circumcision as an unnecessary like thing to do? Mm. But I think that's also not something like it's just um, there should be space and grace for parents and make space and grace for yourself, listener to um, whatever you decide, you and your husband decide for your family is the right choice because you're doing it. You're making the best decisions. And there's going to be so many times I feel like where you're not sure what the best decision is for your children and your family, but trust that whatever you decide is the right one, you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe with your husband, if he feels really strongly about this, acknowledge that. I think, you know, taking just this question out of it, this this kind of um, where you're at, this issue out of it and just thinking about all of the times that are going to come up where you're making important decisions together, right? Being able to dedicate some time, maybe go to like a different place. Like, hey, can we go to coffee and just talk about this? And, um, you know, I feel like it's it's allowing him to have his his opinions on it. But also, even if you 
don't feel like you have a strong opinion, your opinions are important, or whatever it is you're feeling, whether it's something you want to research more or explore more, is important to honor as well. And you know, maybe coming up with a mutual plan where you're each going to research kind of both sides of it and then be able to make a decision together and also know that once that decision is made, you'll respect the outcome for each other, mm-hmm. you know, but you can't, like Ashley said, you can't go wrong here. And I think it's more of an opportunity to um, communicate with your husband and also just no, because for Ellie, we were really torn up about like the tongue tie thing. We did not know what the right answer was at the time. And just being able to do our research, decide, and then move on and put it to bed and not belabor it or regret but difference anything. difference there is you inc- like you guys probably – did he have feel very strongly one way or the other? No, no. So that is a big kind of difference. But I do you – know? yeah, my only – thing that I can relate to is that I was very torn up about it. Yes, and then yes, hearing yes. all the strong, there were people around me who had very strong opinions um, and I was torn up. So, but whatever you make, yeah. you're the parent, you know, you both are parents and you're going to make a great decision. Yeah. And then no regrets. No regrets. Once you make it. Yep. All right. Whether it's a resolution to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price you'll like delivered right to your door. Make saving time your breeziest resolution with quick, convenient recipes delivered right to you. Just choose your meals, select your delivery date. HelloFresh handles the meal planning and shopping. So all you have to do is open your weekly box of pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes to get cooking. The thing I love about HelloFresh is um, I feel super dialed in for the week. I have everything I need for quality meals for our family. Um, and I love the step-by-step instructions. You just It just takes all of the guesswork out of one of what can be one of the more stressful times of the day, right? Um, some of the recipes too, I found myself keeping the recipe cards and making over and over and over again. There, It's nothing a lot. Like I don't feel like I'm making a four-course James Beard Award dinner, right? But I also feel like the special touches that they add make it more elevated and interesting. And I can't tell you the number of times where Chris and I have made something and eaten it and thought, oh my gosh, this is like really good. (laughs) But one of my favorites that I'm actually recreating again today for this weather is HelloFresh chili. I love, I mean, Mm. I love so many of their recipes and their chilies are so bomb. There's, um, and they're not afraid of like flavor right? Um, their, their meals are nothing like they're not, their meals are not bland at all. Anyway. So this one is a jalapeno chili that I'm so excited to make again. Go to hellofresh.com slash sip free and use code sip free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash sip free with code sip free at checkout. HelloFresh, they're America's number one meal kit. Okay. I have one more for you and then you, I know you got a couple too. I have to say, yeah. Okay. Um, 
you okay so this one is ash and call i need your help i'm finding myself torn between my career in the tech industry and my longing for a committed relationship i want to excel and grow in my work but struggle to have any time for dating or meeting that special someone do you have any insights on maintaining a healthy work life balance while trying to be in the modern dating world help Well, my first instinct is to say you can have both. She says she's not making time for it. So I think you can still like, I don't, I guess I don't fully, I have so many questions. How old is she? Right. Like what is she trying to achieve that she hasn't already? Because I feel like you can have both. And I feel like you can have a very successful career without working around the clock unless you're like, I don't know, like if you're a lawyer working to make partner or something like that where I feel like I have no idea what that's like, but you just hear that it is constant around the clock work. But my, I don't know, like the way that you sort of phrase it is that it's one or the other. And I just don't know if that's true. Like I think it could be both. And if you, if I was on the dating scene right now, my career is very important to me, but if I was on the dating scene right now, I would 100% do dating apps. I don't, I wouldn't even totally. know how to start. Like I'm not going to a bar and just sitting there and hoping to meet someone else that's single and interested. like, you know, <laughs> twirling your hair. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, yeah, when are they going to show up? Like I'm doing a dating app for sure. Probably multiple. And then in that case, if, if you're open to doing that, I would say, why don't you just set a goal? Like decide how many dates do I want to go on a month? Is it two mm-hmm. a month? Is it three a month? Is it one I a like week? That. You know, and then you just do that. And then I think I would probably, it's very easy to say, and then probably harder to do, but I think I would just like say yes to most dates. Um, especially if you're like, what is the one where you swipe right or left? Like you match on the person. Is that Tinder? Ooh, um, yeah, maybe. So like you already think they're attractive. That's, that's all it is to swipe. And then you would learn about them. I think I would just say yes. And I'd probably go out on, and then you would at least be getting out there and meeting people and talking. And then you would know, get clearer on like who I don't want. And eventually I think you'd find someone. And then I think when you meet the person, it'll eventually, like you'll figure out what that balance is. You're out, quote unquote, out of balance right now because you don't have anything to balance. Yeah. Like you can yep. go all in on your career. You have no one else that's asking for your time. But that's what I would do. Because I think you can still prioritize career while dating. And then I think when you meet the person, it'll sort itself out. And you probably yeah. also want to date someone else who's highly ambitious. I'm I guessing. was thinking that same thing. Is yeah. Like I wouldn't when you're I don't know if there's filters for this on the dating apps that are out there, but someone who also cares about their career is going to have the same. I <laughs> think about Taylor and Travis. Mm-hmm. The dating pond for them is enormous. And also to have a strong Tiny. match of like yes. respect, right? So like if you find someone who respects and doesn't resent your mm-hmm. devotion to wanting to grow your career cuz that's not a bad thing, right? But it's going to be mm-hmm. difficult to really blossom in a relationship with someone who's yeah, like resentful of the time that you're putting into that and dedicating and like that shouldn't stop. So right. th- that would be like in your dating endeavors, something that I would consider really important. And maybe it's not that they have to have the same career or same devotion to their career, but enough going on for themselves 
where they're not needing as all all of it from you, right? right? They're yeah. solid and stable and like maybe really love that about mm-hmm. a partner that they're looking for is yeah. someone who's growing, you know, in their own ways. So yes. I love the recommendation of just like really doing a time audit on yourself and like what can you dedicate and then getting into a habit of like work the numbers, girl. This is this mm-hmm. is like you're not going to find you got to maybe go out and kiss a lot of frogs. Um, but what time can you dedicate and then like maximize that time in the right way? Because apps, I, I am glad, obviously, that I don't have a need for those. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think it's awesome that people mm-hmm. are like optimizing their dating journeys that way. I think it's cool. And I know several couples that and are married and have kids, like families that started from online dating. Yeah. I know it can be like a minefield, but I also feel like it can be amazing. I know someone also very close to me who I did the, I don't know if I talked about it here, but the 12 magical nights. Um, and, yeah. Or you know, like you write I, down yeah. 13 wishes, burn. And it's, it's kind of too late to do it now. Cause it's supposed to be over the end of the year into the new year. But she said the wish that she got that she, so you, you write down 13 wishes and then every day you burn one. And that is supposed to be like the universe takes care of that. Then on day 13, you open up the one that you are responsible for. Got it. And what I loved about this strategy was you, you have to write down 13 wishes that you would feel comfortable taking responsibility for, right? Not just like these massive astronomical yeah. ones. And so this one, someone that's close to me, has been kind of longing for a relationship for a while. She's also prioritized her career and independence. And the wish that she got left with was meet the love of my life. And she said, I didn't want this one, right? Because it feels scary. But she has been staunchly mm-hmm. against online dating. And what I love about this wish, she's responsible for it. If you take care of this one wish, the universe takes care of the other 12. She's like opening up to these ideas of, okay, how am I going to meet them? Like all I have to do is, you know, put pieces in place to meet this person and the universe takes care of the rest. And it keeps you open. Like and my wish here, I have my wish in front of me. It just keeps me open to like, okay, what are the strategies I can use to do this? So she's going to start going on dates. She's going to start getting out more. She's going to start saying yes to things, right? She's going to start exploring. I also had the thought, and I don't know if this rings true for her, that like she can be hard on herself. And so I thought, Mm. what if the love of your life is you and like you're first and then anyone else adds to it instead of like relying on that other person Mm. to bring some sort of fulfillment. I don't know. I just thought that today when I was out walking and it's a little bit meta, but I, I don't know. So for you, I would think about what this goal is and then stay really open to how you're going to get there and pursue Mm. all different kinds, right? Cause it's, you wrote it very black and white. It's one or the other. And I just think that's a very closed way of looking at this. And so open it up to like, I don't know. Getting out and just like doing things and meeting people and saying yes and getting uncomfortable and like, I don't know, yeah, looking around. Yes. I don't know. Staying open, I think, is very important. Did you share what your 13th one was? I didn't. Uh, You don't have to. It's, it's, well. No, you don't have to. It's about, basically, um, it's a financial one. Oh, okay, cool. I... We've had two like kind of down years, and essentially this would be an up year. Got it. it. Would be you know, 
Yeah. Um, and so I wanted the universe to take care of this so that the money just comes to me. But what's cool <laughs> universe is like, now. No, you got to yeah, do it, Yeah, now girl. it's like, no, yeah. I'm responsible for this. Okay, so so that's why I don't know if you've noticed I've been posting a lot more. Got I've it. just been throwing shit out there. Just like, okay, I got to get my stuff into the world. I got to... I got shit to say and I need people to hear it, you know? So like, I'm going to put this out there and I reached out to you about something, right? I loved it. Um, I was like, let's go. Yeah, let's go, right? It's just like, open me up to getting out of my comfort zone Mm. because I was just, I was so comfortable. I'm just like, this doesn't feel good. I'm not going to do it. It's like, fuck feeling good. You're, you've got a goal here. You've got a mission. So you got to put shit out. You got to, if you're not getting the results, I remember my, the person from the life coach school, she said, not enough results, not enough action. I mm. want this result, but I'm not getting it because I'm not taking enough action. So this year to get this goal, I just got to take all the action and I got to say comfort zone. I'll be back another time. But right now we're exploring the unknown. Ooh, I love this. And just going for it, you know? Fun. Yeah. Fun. So that's what mine is. Uh-huh. Love it. I, okay. I want to do that next year. That's so cool. It's all really right. cool. I feel like, I don't know technically they say it's supposed to be from the end of one year over like you open start opening wishes in the previous year and then finish your wish opening in the new year okay but the new year's relative when is another new year there's like a chinese new year oh that's a good idea when is the next global new year or whatever I think that's a great idea because it has been. And then as I was burning my wishes, my wheels were turning. Like, what one am I going to be left with? And I started getting creative about some of the other things too. Just staying open of like, if I own this one, what would I do? Oh, I could do this. I could do this. I could do, you know, like yeah. it just made me already start thinking and taking action. And the other thing that's cool about this is because they're not such massive goal, right? Like I didn't write, I want to have a sold out book tour. Because right. that's not going to happen this year. But I did write, I did put down something like start writing a book or write a book or compile like blog or something like that. I ha- I'll have to look back at what the wording was. But I wrote that because I felt comfortable with it. Um, but, it, you know, I feel like it just makes you see what you're capable of. And it's not so scary and overwhelming that it paralyzes you to not take action. And it's more inspiring to like, okay, how would I do this if I was going to do it? So the Orthodox New Year starts tomorrow. Mm. Well, then you would have to start today. Which I could. You would write down 13 wishes, but all of you that are listening, too bad for you. You're going to have to find the next New Year. Yeah. Because this is airing after that. But what you would do, Colleen, write down 13 wishes, and then starting tomorrow, you would burn your first one. Okay. And then burn for the next 12 days, and on day 13, you would see what you're one you're responsible for. I'm in. It's been really cool. I'm in. Okay. Okay. Long. That was a long answer to her. Okay. Um. Should we do one more? Yeah, or do, do we have more. time? Should we rant? Right. Okay. Let's do a quickie. Oh my god. Or we'll make it a quickie. a quickie. Okay. Hi, girls. Love the pod and can use your help. I am in my first long-term relationship as an adult at 31. My boyfriend of two years told me that he will not propose to me until I pay off my debt. I have about 20000 in student loan debt and some on credit cards. Okay. He said he doesn't want to go into marriage in debt. I understand that, but he's acting like he will not propose until all of my debts are settled, which is going to take another year or more. Is this reasonable? You guys have got me through so much. I could use your help making sense of it all. Mm. So. I mean, to me, to me, I don't think this is uncommon, first of all. Like, I don't think that this guy is 
a jerk or whatever. Um, I don't think this is uncommon. I think money in relationships, I think this is a great marital stress test, actually, Mm -hmm. because I think money in relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, that is very common because of what people attach to it and what meaning they put into it. And I will tell you that before Chris and I got married, there were some things that came up that we went to premarital counseling for. And I was very much like, I don't know, I I don't want to get too into it. But what I will say was what unearthed for me was a lot of things that I had to resolve within myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think that if this person is someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with. I think it works both ways where it feels like he's saying, hey, you've got this issue and I don't want to take this on. But what I think he should also be open-minded to is that that could be coming from something within him that really is an opportunity to talk through it and um, Mm. get curious about and come together on. And I don't think it's a bad idea for relationship counseling before any type of proposal. It doesn't need to be premarital. I think that this is something that could be um, really beneficial to discuss with a third party if he's open to that. And I I would Mm -hmm. strongly recommend finding a relationship counselor and bringing this there and working through it together with a relationship therapist who also um, there's like different specialties and someone who uh, has a specialty in like financial type counseling as well. That would be my recommendation. And the, and um, oh, Chris said the thermostat says it's 58 degrees in your office. Do you need a space heater? It is cold because where this window is, is where all it's, it's gusting and pelting and it's in. chilly. Yeah. yeah, it's chilly. It was keeping me. It's, Does it feel 58? Yeah, it feels that's cold. cold. It feels cold. Yeah, he's Aww, so cute. That's nice. Checking in on me. Um, I'm going to write him. I'm okay. What are your thoughts, Ash? Um, uh, again, with all of these things, I just have so many questions. Um, I'm wondering a little bit, like, what is she making that mean? Because when she says, is this reasonable? Like, what should I make of this? It's like, well, part, you're making it mean something. What? That you're not good enough? That he doesn't want you enough to take you with your debt? Like, what is it? Are you worried that, like, then you'll pay off your debt and then he still won't marry you? Like, I just have so many questions. Because like you, I think it's, but then I also have questions for him. Like, yeah. is this just a stall tactic? Do you want to marry this person? And I, it, it hadn't occurred to me until you said I had some things that I had to work out too, where I'm like, oh, yeah, this, him taking that perspective, I think could also be, he has a scarcity mindset around money. Mm-hmm. And right, because anyone that's like, oh, there's a bunch of money out there. I can make all the money in the world. Or whatever, like, yeah, let's get married. It's fine. I'll help you with that, whatever. Um, I feel like, yeah, he's got a money story that he probably doesn't even know he has. Mm -hmm. Like when you said, I had some things I had to work through. It's like, oh yeah, we, but we all have money stories, right? And you, this girl writing in, has a money story as well to allow yourself to go in debt. Student loan debt, I think is very different. I think it's like kind of not really debt. I wouldn't worry about that, but the credit card stuff. And I don't know how much credit card debt she has, but that's the stuff where it's like, 
where, what's your money story? Yeah. I don't know if I'd be as, I don't know, maybe it's an opportunity for you to be like, not necessarily worried about the debt thing, but like, what is my relationship with money and what do I want it to be? Yeah. So that going forward, it's because I don't ever think that we put everything on the credit cards, but we pay them all off. I don't think credit cards. I mean, I was in debt when I was in college. I put shit on credit, you know, but not that a much. A lot I, of people like, in this stage of life, pre-engagement, pre-marriage are in debt mm-hmm. because of school and not having careers really established yet. Yeah. Like that isn't, you know, let's take the shame out of that or even just not having the right habits being young people. Right. And this is like all opportunity to learn. Nothing is insurmountable, but you know, learning your individual. But if you're someone that has an issue, right, you're going to continue putting stuff because, yes, there is reasonable circumstances. Yeah. But then there's also like I, my credit card debt came from keeping up with the Joneses. My credit Mm. card debt came from having friends that made more money than me and me not wanting to say, no, I can't do that. that. And just like racking shit up. Yeah. And that is an issue that I needed to fix. And it can you know get I mean? worse and worse and, and worse if you don't. So getting into financial counseling, so each of you Whether can learn Whether together or individually, both. Right. Learn if your, he's not willing to. Get your own individual relationship with money figured out and then mm-hmm. the joint piece as well. And if you can't get it figured out now, well, this Good could be know. the sign that you need too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because you're at that point of the yeah. relationship. All right. Speaking of financials, we all know we should be saving and investing, but it can be overwhelming. And I know for me, for a long time, it was just like, I'm going to put it off, right? And even if I started, how would I know if I was doing it right? Which is why we are very excited to bring Acorns to you. They reached out to us to be a sponsor on today's episode. Acorns helps you automatically save and invest for your future. You don't need a lot of money to get started. You can even start by investing your spare change with Roundups. The app even gives you access to education and guidance to learn more about investing. Head to acorns.com slash SIP to sign up for Acorns to start saving and investing in your future today. Investing involves risks, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorn Securities LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Acorns is a great starting place if you want to know how to start making your money work for you. So acorns.com slash SIP. All right, should Bring we home. land the bird with rant and rave? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was, what? there's two that are in the same. I was running the other day and my podcast was about to end and I wanted to queue up another podcast. So I went into the search bar and I started typing this girl's name that I wanted to see um, another episode and her name's Simone. So it's S-I-M-O-N-E. And three times my, and then Simone Grace soul, um, three times my f- fingers. Cause I'm running and I'm doing it while I'm running yeah. is typing S I M I N E grace soul. Okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Apple says, 
no fucking clue what you're talking about. We have not a we have not a single solitary idea. You have one letter wrong. We give you zero. I hate that. It's like, really? I'm one letter off. Do you think you could try? Also, with Google, we're so trained. Like we're like we can put in kind of anything close, and it's like, oh, here's what you meant. It's so good in that way. Yes, that's true. That's true. I do rely on that. Because then the other one that does this is Venmo. Have you ever gone to Venmo and you type in a name? And if you don't have the exact name with like the dash or the hyphen or the period or whatever is in their name. Like if you type, if I type in Colleen Lude and I don't have your exact, maybe it's Colleen.Lude. They'll be like, we don't know. There's not a single person. We can't help you at all. Good luck, And it's like, I literally typed in the name of the person. It's like on Instagram. You type, if I were to type your name in on Instagram, I'd find you. I'd find you and like the other 30 Colleen Ludes or whoever exists, right? And then I'd be able to kind of look and be like, oh, but it's, I hate when you are used to like using a search feature and then the search feature gives you two middle fingers if you have one tiny error. Yeah. It's like, and I, and you know, then I was getting so frustrated because I would like stop and I'd like, <laughs> you know, you got to hold the thumb down or the space bar yeah. down and then go over to the extra eye and then I would delete it and then I would hit what I thought was an O, but again, O is right next to I. And so my finger would hit I and I'd search again. It says no results. I'm like, again. And then I did it again. And then I almost fucking threw my phone. I almost said, fine. You went to all the way there. Rage. But then I did it. Because you know when you're running? Oh yeah. And you're like, I just. If I do this too many more times, I'm going to be seasick. And I I need what I need now. And you're distracting me right now. Yes. And also you don't want to trip. There's commotion. Right happening yeah. you're flying and i feel like i'm going through slow the world I'm doing. I'm, yeah you're slowing down it's affecting i'm pace. slowing down you're affecting my pr mm. yeah you're in the it's olympics too much it's too much yeah i'm training for the trials and you act you act like <laughs> i'm not yes you act like i like i've just got all the time in the world right to dilly dally because you don't have your shit I'm an, together i'm an athlete i'm a world athlete. class Yes. I'm an athlete doing my job. Athletic things. Athletic and work. And you can't figure out that I mean an O, not an I. Yeah. Get on a On a name that's not like super common. Right. Come on. Come on. I call Do you ever You're use jealous. Google that's to spell check? Yeah, sometimes. All yeah. The, I use it all the time to spell check. I'll just well, go in and why? punch something Are in. You, then Because I feel like a lot of things already spell check. Sure, but I don't know. Like, I, I'll just use it to spell check. So, like, when you're writing an email? Um, yeah, my email, Gmail, isn't good with, like, it won't do it all the time. But sometimes when I'm just writing something, I'm like, huh, what is this? And I'll just, I always have Google up and I'll just spell check yeah. it. Huh. I do do that when it's, like, words that I know what word I'm saying, yeah. but I don't want to misspell it or something. Like, zhuzh. Do you know how to spell zhuzh? No, but Google does. Yeah, but Google does. They know everything. That one's a hard one to put it because if you were going to search zhuzh what do you think you'd search zhuzh g-o-u yeah i feel like it's something with a z like z-o-u-h okay well now i need to Maybe. know how zhuzh z-h i don't what is it spell i know i've googled that a few times zhuzh zhuzh j-e-u-j-e a word of many spellings or z-h-u-z-h oh, that's the one that i've seen okay zhuzh yeah okay who would have ever Thought of Z. For no search. one. No one. No one. Okay. So your rant is finicky technology. Mine mm-hmm. is au contraire, a little bit too mm-hmm. loosey goose. So the oh, other night oh, I was oh. making dinner. I was um, preparing dinner for myself, for the children. I don't 
know where Chris was, but and I have to be careful saying this out What's loud because she's What's in her, name? her there's right. Well, there's one of her in my office who this is the Oh, I a, thought you meant I don't know where Chris was and I'm and I'm that's what Oh, I yeah, no. I no, we know where he was. Alexa. With his other family. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> so, A L E X A. Mm-hmm. is the topic of this. And she's in our mm-hmm. kitchen as well. She's in my office, so be careful. So I said, hey, ha, 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 play music for us. And I, or yeah. I, maybe I gave something specific because I think I was trying to get the screen time off. So I said, hey, instead of watching anything, we're going to, you can pick what music that we play. Yeah. And, and there was an ask for something. And I asked then, ha, ha, for something. And then she said, and it's when you want something, when you need something, right, you know, you're right, running, right. you need your music. I'm uh-huh. cooking. I got kid needs. I'm getting milk and I need her to, to do what I'm asking. And Chris is gone. So Chris you're is gone. Right I'm yeah. steering the ship and it's mm-hmm. the, the, the waves are crashing. The bow's getting taken off. The, yeah. yeah. It's massive. Children don't have their life jackets on. No. Yeah. And I just need her to pull her weight. Right. right. That's all right. I need is I asked yeah. you something very specific. And then she comes back and she's saying a lot of things. All of a yeah. sudden, she's so saying a lot of things. So this is not Aquan. Aquan. What did you say? It's actually Aquan. It's actually very similar. It's very similar. It's the same thing. But but you'll see the twist here and the mm-hmm. where this departs. So she's saying a lot of things. And, and it's like, in order to do this, I need guys. this. Mm-hmm. Is this, I don't I can't even I don't even know what the verbiage was that she used, but she was talking about how, you know, I don't have what it takes for her to do what I'm asking. And so in order for her to do what I need, she needs this thing. And I said, OK, I told oh, her, right. okay. OK, and then the music starts playing. Uh-huh. Okay. Fast forward a couple days later, Chris says, Hey, mm-hmm. I was looking I through exactly the credit card going. bill. Did you mean to sign up for Amazon Premiere Music Subscription Extraordinaire something, something, something? <laughs> right. No, I did not. And he said, Oh, okay. Well, just a couple days ago, we got charged this for yeah. this thing. And it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I thought, Whoa. somehow in that moment she was saying I needed some sort of premiere subscription. I didn't even know that. I said, okay. And we were talking about it and it, you know, you hear about these kids who order 500, you know, pounds of gummy bears delivered to their door. Like, you know, these things that can happen. And, you know, he's like, it was, I was like, no, I did not mean to do that. I was just trying to play the tangled soundtrack or whatever it was. And, he, you know, said he's like, it was really hard to cancel. Now, all of a sudden, you've got an issue. You've got something you need to fix. You've got a hassle on your hands. I hate a little like thing like that. So he's got to figure out our login, go in, figure out where to go, figure out where this subscription lives, cancel it, talk to a chat bot, this whole thing. Can you just say, Alexa, cancel my subscription? Maybe should have tried that. But I wonder. I wonder. She'd probably say, "Nope, you got to jump through fourteen hoops first. To little unwind, monkey. Like it should, it should be just as easy to unwind it as it was. That's to buy it. it. That's just it. But yeah. I highly doubt it would have been. Right. And then you know, I'm sure you can go into your settings and make it so that you can't just do this. You can't just buy something oh. in the moment through talking in my kitchen. Like that seems right. crazy to not have to face ID or do something right. for a credit card. But it should be the default to where you can't do that. It shouldn't be the default to where you can just willy-nilly right. buy something. Anyway. It seems shady. Whatever. It does seem shady. It does shady. seem shady. Like, and subs- it's like, really? You, you know how much of my money too? you get? You get so yeah. much of my money, Amazon. 
so much. Why don't you charge Bezos's card? Right. Put it on He's his got tab. A freaking trillion dollars. Yes. Spot me what, my what are you, music. Why are you being shady trying well, to take my money Well, I didn't me. even know I bought it. And Chris said, I'm actually surprised I saw it because if you think about all the things on our credit card that just start with Amazon, yeah, right? How much money are they making from people who've signed up for these music subscriptions? No, Well, because, and I don't, John probably checks our statements. I yeah. can't tell you the last time I checked our statement. Right. You know, like yeah. a lot of people are just like going. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. What's your rave? Well, I think my rave is to be expected, um, but it was last weekend, ah. which we talked about at length on Patreon yep. and, you know, we were on stories some when we were there, but it was, I was just thinking again this week about like how I don't know even how to top it. It was just yeah. start to finish Amazing. perfection. The vibes were immaculate. They're perfect. They were so good. Comfortable and fun and chill and easy. Exciting. Yeah, exciting. Just the right amount of all of yeah, it. Yeah. That stadium. Yeah. Think about that just walking stadium. into that stadium. I think it was Jenna. We were with a friend yes. and she said, it feels like we're in Singapore. And I've never been to Singapore, but I'm like, yes, oh, we're yeah. in Sing- Like This feels yeah. just beautiful. I remember her, she said it's stunning. And it's then she stunning. was kind of laughing about like, well, I don't know about stunning. Cause it is just a state, yeah. but like the more we were walking around, I'm like, I don't think no, she's wrong. Like word. this is stunning. That's the It's word. amazing. Outside and in is like really miraculous. Mm-hmm. I want to see everything there. Good yeah. job. LA. LA is cool. Yeah. For those of you who and live I in like LA. That it's, I assumed the stadium was going to be way the hell out of the way, Yeah, but it's very convenient. It's very right there, nice. right by the airport. Easy breezy. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. I would one. 10 out of 10 do anything at SoFi Stadium again. Agree. Yeah. Just now anything. because we didn't see Taylor there. I know. It was. Epic. We said that. Remember, we're like next tour, whenever she's doing whenever. stadium tours we're again, we should go to LA. Mm-hmm. Yes. At SoFi. 100%. Yes. Yep. No doubt about okay, it. Okay. Do your kids, my rave um, is, do your kids ever call you by your first name? I don't know. They. I don't think they've called me by it. Yeah. But sometimes they'll write it. Well, Revy will write it. It? And they know what it is. So, so Ben and Ellie call it, you know, Ben to Ben, we're mom and dad to Ellie. It's mommy and daddy. And but for whatever reason, when we're hosting large amounts of people at our house oh. and I don't know if it's something of like he wants to make sure that he gets our attention or he knows there's other moms and dads around. But for whatever reason, when there's when we're hosting dinners or when we were hosting wow. Christmas parties, it's Colleen and Chris and it cracks me oh. up. Um, Colleen, can I have milk? Um, Chris, Chris, can you find a battery for this? It kills me. I think it is the funniest thing in the whole wide world. Mm -hmm. And then today we were noticing this little bird hopping around our backyard. It's 15 degrees out. The bird was looking for food. It's all getting covered with snow. So we took out some, we had some bird food. So we, Chris took it out and I said, take some water out too, because all the water's probably frozen. I don't know. So Chris is... Chris is walking outside with, you know, and Ben knew what we were doing. We were taking the birds, some food and water. And Chris is out there for a little while because I think he was also checking some some stuff out there, you know. Yeah. And he's all bundled up. I mean, it's like Antarctica out there. And, you yeah. know, Ben's looking through the window and, <laughs> and I hear him say, you know, I'm making lunch and Ben's still just looking everywhere for dad. Yeah. And then I hear him say, Chris, Chris, are you doing good? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is because so he gets good. 
a response every time. Like, was he initially saying dad? Yeah. And then he moved to, tr- and yeah. then he moved and to so maybe dad's not responding. And he's like, I know how to get him. This works every time. Escalated. Chris? Chris, Chris, you doing good? You doing good? Yeah. Oh, so. and I can just imagine his little cute little voice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Aww. Just adorable. Does he say, is he good at Chris or is it Chris? Chris. Oh, he's good. At, it's, it's, he's got it's his clear. R's. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, Chris Mac would probably say Chris right now. Maybe not. I don't know where that changeover happens. Yeah. But like, I just think that their language and their little voices oh. are the, that's a raven of itself. Just yes. Them talking. Is, yes. I love it. It's just, you it's could so just cute. bathe in that happiness forever. Mm-hmm. The sound. Mm-hmm. Rest happy. We love you all. Right. all. You can uh, if you us. could bathe oh. in our happiness, come yes. on Patreon oh, yes. and also bathe in our words. five star. Yes. And also tell a friend. Yes. And, and also, also if you yeah. are in a pickle, email us at you oh, can yeah. sip with us at gmail.com. We're going to bring some more two sips over to Patreon as well. We're going to start doing that more regularly because yes. we miss doing this for you guys. And we also, whenever we do it, look and see the date that people write in and think, oops, left him this was there. urgent. And here we are two months later. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to start doing it more regularly over on Patreon because we're very unqualified and you guys care. Yes. So here we are. Here we are. We will not let you down. Um, we love don't you. Let us down. Come back. Drink all. Drink everything you can. You can sip with us always. And, and we, will we will see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We uh, same, Sign me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day Mm -hmm. out of 30 days. Boom. Paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Totes. Kaboats. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.